Thank you for joining me on this very exciting bonus episode. I told you I would send you a bonus episode and I did it. Amazingly so. Uh, This is a bit late. I realize that. But I really think you will enjoy it. I have a special co-host with me tonight. And her name is Shauna. She is a paranormal investigator with 15 years worth of experience in the field. She's a firm believer in showing spirits and locations respect and keeping their memories alive and reaching out to them in a way that makes them feel comfortable to interact. And that is amazing. Shauna's also been on my ghost story and many other podcasts to share her experiences in the field. She's currently writing a book about those experiences as well as her life as an empath and a medical intuitive. I'm super excited to talk with her. She has so many stories. We weren't able to get them all in this episode, but that's okay because I will just have her back on the show again. And I really hope you enjoy this bonus episode, Water Talking. So you recently did a talk on using water as a form of a spirit box, correct? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that. And actually, one of these days, you're going to have to get Lee Ehrlich on here because he was actually the one that um, turned me on to it. And I'd always known, you know, that water, you know, was a good conductor of, of energy, you know, of electricity. Um, and I've always, I've always known that, but I never really, you know, put much thought into actually using it as a tool or as a way to, you know, pick up on more, you know, energy, other energy, more activity until, uh, he decided, you know, he, showed us how to do it. So I was, and I was really stunned. I mean, I was really genuinely shocked at how easy it was. And then just, I just couldn't get over it, you know? So it's been a game changer for me. So basically, and it's not, uh, I've played around with it a little bit, um, trying different speeds of running water, different ways of running water like fountains and um like even if you take your like your kitchen sink and you put a your water on uh, a slow but then you you know put different like utensils or so that whenever it runs it sounds like it's running on like rocks like like a creek would run on on rocks so it does that like bubbling you know trickling you know hitting against stuff but it's really soothing and that sound, it's a mix of the energy, I believe, and just the meditative effect that it has, because your mind starts to kind of focus, you know, on that sound, and then it starts tuning out other things. And then pretty soon, um, it, you basically start hearing voices. Um, only I don't, I'm not really one to use a ghost box. I know some people do, (laughs) some people, 
you know, don't, to me, it's, it's doing it this way is a lot quieter. It's a lot more soothing. I think it's a lot less of a distraction. I'm crazy enough. This actually sounds very similar to what an actual spirit box is, but for the people out there listening who don't know what a spirit box is, it's usually, uh, um, you, you take a radio and you pretty much play, um, it goes through stations very fast, like usually AM stations because there's a lot of white noise to it. And the theory behind it is that it utilizes the energy going through the um, radio stations and radio itself to uh, use the white noise to form um, words and sentences. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, I spirit boxes to me like especially if it every once in a while a station will come through you know unless you're just in a completely dead zone uh and every once in a while you know words will come through from the radio stations that are scanning through and i think the idea behind it is that spirits are using the energy and plucking those words you know landing on those words somehow to communicate and You know, for a long time, I I tried, you know, I tried a handful of times to use one. I mean, I, you know, as as much of a distraction as I feel like it is, at least to me personally, you know, that's just my personal views on it. But, um, you know, I always, the question that I always had about it was, you know, with as fast as it's scanning through, you know, how, especially not a modern spirit you know that don't even know what a radio might be how do they know when and how you know to grab those words I mean what's the process you know to me I've got to I've got to see that process and I've got to be able to wrap my mind around it if I'm going to believe it and I just you know and so for I tried you know I did try so then whenever this method now then I have done it where um, if you snap the antenna off and you, or you use one of those white noise machines where okay. you know. Because I, the, the reason why I said that it sounded like very similar to um, what you water going fast or slow is that I know that there are spirit boxes out there that you can adjust how fast or slow the um, the white noise seems to be filtering through. And I guess... I'm going to be completely honest. I've seen spirit boxes. I've been with people when they've used them. I have never actually touched one to use it because, uh, first of all, I, uh, I love them and I think that you can get really great results with them. And I love that our community as investigators, have started using tech things like that. However, uh, to me, it's just another form of a Ouija board. Uh, although Ouija boards to me are a little scarier than that. A lot more scary actually, but yeah. yeah. And I, I've, I've used one in my life, Ouija board and, you know, and actually I didn't even really use it. Um, it was just in the room and we, you know, shut off the lights and open the door 
uh, with the board sitting in the middle of the room. Nobody was around it. No windows. And then as soon as we shut the door and turned around, that planchette flew off that board with nobody, you know. And, you know, I... Nobody, oh nobody gosh. did that, you know? So I was like, well, you know what? <laughs> That's all I need. I'm done with that. You know, with that, that was good enough for me. That's activity right there. That's all I need. You know, yeah. whatever made that happen, whatever made that happen, I don't know if I want to talk to it or not. Now I was a lot younger, you know, back then, you know, I, like, I didn't start experiencing paranormal activity until like 2003, <laughs> 2004. Wow. Right? I honestly can't imagine a life without any paranormal activity. Like it, it, it just blows my mind when somebody's out there that says that they don't believe in ghosts or they don't believe in paranormal stuff. Cause I'm like, where have you been living? Have you been living under right. a rock? Because like, this is something that happens at least weekly, if not sometimes daily, depending on where I'm located at. Like, how? How do you not yeah. believe in it? <laughs> I mean, I watched Scooby-Doo. That was about the extent of paranormal activity in my life. I mean, wow. that was the only spirit activity that I got to witness. And not, now my, my younger sister had an imaginary friend. Okay. And at the time, you know, and I don't, I don't believe we ever got a name and it didn't last for a super long time. And she doesn't remember it now, but, um, so looking back, she could probably say that she experienced paranormal activity. You know, it was there for her, but wasn't right. there for me. And like, it's not even been a blip on my radar. Like I knew it was a thing. You know, you see movies and TV, you know, ghosts and stuff like that. And, and, you know, hear about it, it just wasn't happening for me. And it wasn't until I moved to a town called Alton, Illinois. And then it just, that that's what got me started as I moved into a haunted house. So wow. I was like, dang, you know, have I lost my mind? What's going on? You know, and yeah, then I, I just about imagine like you probably did feel really crazy. I mean, I did like some of the stuff that was going on at first, it was only happening for me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's me. It's I've lost my mind. Like, you know, <laughs> should I talk to somebody? I mean, and then it started and then other people started noticing stuff. I'm like, oh, well, we can't all be crazy in the exact same way. So maybe it's not just me. And then, you know, then that about that time, you know, Ghost Hunters was on TV and it was really popular, you know, and so I started watching that and I was like, maybe I'll learn something from this, you know, and then there would be times I'd be, you know, quiet and dark in the house and someone on TV would ask, is there anybody there that wants to talk to us? And then I'd hear something in the house. I'm like, is that how I need to be doing this? And that's kind of how it got started. <laughs> and wow. it kind of just ballooned from there, you know, and, and it's been, it's been a heck of a ride for sure. So for you, like you, um, the information that you got off of like t the TV shows, which uh, for me, I, uh, my family's going to hate me, but I really, really hate most of the paranormal, if not all of the paranormal shows that are out there that are on <laughs> TV. I mean, they, they do interest me, interest me because of the stories. Um, 
and whatnot. However, I just like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just, it just draws to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like I would love to see a show. Um, like someone gets on there and the networks are like, yeah, we're not going to make you fake anything. Um, just do your thing. <laughs> and then, you know, like whenever I go on an investigation, I approach it like I'm talking to you right now because I don't mm -hmm. like to, I don't like to treat spirits like, you know, I don't want to talk down to them, you know, because right. I don't know anything about them. Right. Um, but I, I figure the 99% of them are just as intelligent as I am, you know? And so I, um, but I talk to them like they're people. Yeah. You know, I don't I ask mean, them. I don't ask them to always do things like perform, you know, tricks or anything like that, unless it's just to that point where I know something's there. And it's like, look, you know, maybe you just can't see me, you know, but if you can hear me, you know, just can you. Can you do something so I know where you're at? Because it's like being blind and deaf. I can't see you. I can't hear you. Can you please do something? Just let right. me know. Just whatever you got to do, just do that. Just let me know. Otherwise, you know, I am the last person that will ever say, you know, can you, you know, push me? Can you, you know, knock on something? Can you, because, you know, at that point, then my mind's going to be focusing on just any noise. And so any noise then becomes an answer. And that's like one of the things that I, you know, it's basically, it's, it's, it's paranoia. It's audio, audio paranoia at that point. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, knock on something. And then the building makes a noise. Right. It's like, oh, well, they listened, you know, it's like, but did they, you know, was it the building? <laughs> right. You know, I, so TV, the TV shows are okay, but. I like the places that they go. I like that it brings awareness to the places that they go. And right. I like it whenever they tell the history of the place that they're at. And then yes. after that, I stop. <laughs> yes. Nope. I, I fully agree with you there. Um, I actually read somewhere and I don't remember if it was an old Sylvia Brown book or if it was a James Van Pra book or who exactly I read this on, but the way that they described a spirit was basically a human without a body and it like clicked. Yes. That's exactly why I respect them is because I'm going basically into their location. And if that was a person in an actual body that was standing there, I wouldn't just go up to them and start saying, Hey, pinch me, mess with me, right. hit me, you know, make something move. Like you just, why would you do that? You wouldn't. But yeah, if you go rude. up to them and say, Hey, this is my name. I'm Laura. And, uh, I'm here. I, I want to get to know you. And if you have anything to say, go ahead and speak into this device or, or whatever the case may be. Um, so I, completely understand where you're coming at with the respect thing um I you know I have I have before that they can touch me I've also told them multiple times I usually say um I am not here to hurt you so please do not hurt me and you know as long as you touch nicely but let me know that you are there uh um, that's I'm okay with that 
you know, <laughs> I don't mind, you know, if they yank on my hair a little bit, you know, um, to just get my attention, however, you know, they want to try to drag me across the room. That's really <laughs> not okay. I mean, not that <laughs> I, so that's, that's the other thing with TV and we got to get back to the water thing, but, uh, <laughs> but that is one of the things that I have issues with the TV is that I like, um, spirits as a whole have really kind of been, um, made up so much in media that, uh, people honestly believe that they, could completely get dragged across the room or that they could be killed by a spirit or whatever. And I'm not saying that those things couldn't possibly happen, but at the same time, uh, I just, I've never seen it. I'm not saying you couldn't get hurt by a spirit. Definitely. I've been pushed downstairs before um, (laughs) and have gotten seriously hurt, but point like, I just don't think that t- that's very tip of of most spirits, you know. I think yeah, most I think... spirits are just trying to say, "Hey, you can hear me and see me," or you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, TV. I think a lot of the times, everything spirits now, any kind of activity, you know, one of the things that happens now, whenever people, you know, hit me up, I think I have a demon in my house, or I think I have, right. you know, and then do you have time to talk? And I'm like, I do. But, you know, if, if we're going to honestly talk about this, then you need to forget everything you've ever learned. <laughs> and you right. need to listen, you know, right. because a lot of the times, you know, and I'm not saying there's no such thing. I've never personally come across some of the things that I've heard about, but um, yeah, I, I'm not discounting or disproving any of that at all. But what I am going to say is that, you know, even just your typical run-of-the-mill human spirit can seem creepy in the right circumstances, even when it's not trying to be. Oh, definitely. So, like one of my biggest things I always say, and honestly, I really can't say that I believe in demons. Um I do, however, believe in evil spirits. I believe in evil people. And I think that just because you die, you don't automatically become good. And so I think some of those evil people that were definitely bad, bad people, they continue to be bad, bad spirits in death. And I think some of those are the ones most people would consider them to be demons. Right. And actually, it's kind of funny that we started talking about that because in my last episode, I've been talking to this gal. So she was burning in a copper kettle or coal charcoal piece and a fireball actually blew up at her face. And um, in the process, it also blew the feet off this copper cauldron. And Dang. um yeah, and most time, those charcoal pieces, um, they they burn out fast um, because right. they're not they're not meant to continue. However, this right. particular one continued burning for forty five minutes straight. And Did she like maybe 
like before she left the place that she picked up whatever she picked up because I, I mean you take that chance whenever you go to places like that you take the chance going anywhere but you take more of a chance whenever you go somewhere that you know has activity um sure. but I mean I have one with me right I mean, she's with me all the time but you know I'm very you know adamant whenever I leave because I already know who's with me I'm very adamant when I leave that nobody else comes home and I do put my foot down, you know, and you have to, I mean, to have right. a fighting chance, you have to put your foot down and be like, okay, you know, thanks for letting me visit. It was nice to meet you. I need to go home. You stay here so that I can come and visit. Yep. Is usually how I put it. That's the same that's way smart. that you would do it. Yeah. When, whenever you go, you know, see somebody else be like, Hey, you know, I'll see you later. I'll, I'll be back to visit. So, you know, that's a sign, you know, if you're going to come over, you know, call first. <laughs> I yes. mean, you don't just show up to someone's house and announce and just march in as if you own the place, you know? Um, like, yeah. Yeah. Any investigation, you know, I always ask permission. Of course. Even though, yeah. you know, like someone amongst the living already gave me permission to go in. But before I start anything, you know, I always you know, introduce myself and ask permission before I start, you know, especially if I feel something. I ask permission, you know, before I, you know, before I go in anywhere. And then if I feel like I'm not welcome, then I'll just be like, well, you know, we'll come back. I'll come back. Maybe you'll, you know, feel like letting me in then. Because you can tell when you're not welcome. <laughs> I yes. mean. Yes. You can feel that. Yeah. Well, so there, the spirit that she had that came with her before, um, in my books, he's not very good. Um, in her books, she is like, this is just a spirit that has been passed down kind of through the generations of her family. And there's no getting rid of him. He is a sort of protector of her. He said that as long as she does things that this spirit is okay with, things are good. And, um, and he does. However, if she does something that the spirit doesn't like, he tends to go after her. And in my book, that is just really not okay. And I would not allow that. Um, she's no be okay with that spirit and uh and kind of just sees it as something that she's got to take on um as far as the other spirits i i don't know to be honest what exactly is going on uh she has smudged she's um you know physically out loud told whatever is there it needs to leave it needs to go and She's done uh, protection bags for, uh, she has her mother and her husband that live there with her. The spirits seem to stay away from them for the most part um, and just tend to pick on her, which she uh, would rather have happen. Uh, I have asked her, you know, the obvious question, why don't you move? And her explanation to that was, uh, other than finances, she wouldn't want anyone else to move in there and to have to deal with it. Uh, so I don't know if she kind of sees it as a where she needs to deal with these spirits on, not necessarily on her own, but 
but you know, in a way on her own or, or what exactly? I, I, I don't know. I'm pretty stumped by it. She's stumped by it. Uh, but overall, like the, the thing is, is like, I, I've been in love where I know spirits didn't want me there or they were not good. It was, wasn't good energy. I very rarely have had panic attacks in my life at one location. I was in hysterics and was, I mean, it was in the middle of the night and I was ready to just start hitching rides to get back home. That's, that's how bad it was. Uh, but I, I stuck in <laughs> and I was okay and safe and just stayed basically out of the main haunting location and area. But I, all like most of the spirits I've come across, even the ones that, you know, people have said, oh, it's just so, I just feel like as long as you've been upfront and just said, hey, you know, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not here to get rid of you. I just want to know who you are, basically. I just want to speak with you. If you can just respect that, I'll respect you. Like, you know, we just we just can have a conversation, pretty much. Or you can move stuff and make your presence known. Um, but, right. So, yeah. so, speaking of making your presence known. So, uh, so you learned how to use the water to communicate and how, like, what was your first experience like? Well, the very first experience, um, and it was the first time that I was at a, this particular location also. Um, and then we were basically just in the kitchen of the place. And it was basically a five minute EVP session. That was it. And just running some water in the sink, you know, put some utensils and, you know, bigger utensils here and a pan there. And then so whenever the water hit one, it would bounce on the other one. And then just at a certain speed, it sounded like, like a, like a stream, you know, like a brook, like something, you know, nature would produce. And, um, and so whenever you first uh, started, you know, you, everybody is just quiet for like the first minute or so to give yourself a chance to get used to the sound. And then about a couple of minutes into it, um, started asking the usual questions and then started hearing voices out loud. And I was like, <laughs> you know, and usually whenever I hear a voice, I usually assume I'm the only one that heard it because that's usually what happens. Anytime I hear something out loud, I'm usually the only one that heard it. And so I'm like, well, I'm just going to ignore it until someone else says something, you know, but then I keep track of the stuff that I hear, mm -hmm. you know, so that way if someone says something about it later, I'm like, well, yeah, at this time, you know, I heard this at this time, you know, I heard, I felt that and then compare notes, but, you know, I started hearing voice, but then I, it was obvious I was not the only one that heard it because um, one of the other people that was with me was like, did you hear somebody say something out loud? I'm like, I did actually. I was like, but you know, let's just keep trying. Surely, you know, it wasn't what I thought it was. So let's just keep trying. And, and so we did. And it seemed like, you know, anytime you ask a question, you would hear a voice and it was never 
the same voice. It seemed like it was always a different one. So then we played back the audio. And then you would hear, you would hear the water. And then uh, first thing we started hearing was some whispering, which I always blow off because it's so hard to tell, you know, what's being said. It's a whisper. And then, and then you hear, uh, you know, one of us ask a question and then you hear a voice and then you hear, you know, us saying, did you just hear someone saying something out loud? So not only were we catching these voices on audio, but then, you know, you could hear us, you know, saying, you know, that we could hear it out loud too. And I was like, man, you know, that's, um, how, how, <laughs> you know, how right. this happened? Because do you, do you think that it's easier for spirits to manipulate the water to speak to you? Some electrical equipment? I think I, well, I know that water, you know, is a good conductor of electricity, but I think that it is probably more familiar to them, you know, like the devices and stuff that we have, like whenever we use them, if I'm going to use something, I'm going to assume that they cannot see it, but there's probably a chance that they could feel it. So I'm going to, you know, be like, you know, this is a part of the room that I'm in and it's in, you know, my, you know, whatever hand, and this is what it looks like. And this is what it does. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm, I'm hundred percent sure it's not going to hurt you. So, you know, if you walk towards, you know, it, if you walk towards me, you know, whatever is going on, whatever, wherever you go, if you come into contact with this, it will not hurt you because it's not hurting me. And I assume that I'm telling the truth. I mean, I have no idea, but I've had them, you know, I've had them, you know, touch, you know, plasma balls before. So if you got to assume that didn't hurt and, you know, otherwise they wouldn't have kept doing it. But, um, yeah, the water, I've got to assume that it's going to be something that's less, um, I, if they're going to be, you know, worried or afraid or whatever of anything, I assume that that's less of a threat and it's something more calming, you know, right. and if it's something they're familiar with, they're probably, you know, water always has a calming effect on me, especially like something that's low and just, you know, slow and quiet and you know, I, I listen to water a lot, water-based um, stuff a lot, you know, at night whenever I go to sleep because it just, you know, whether it's like a rain shower or like a bubbling brook or, you know, even ocean waves or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's just very relaxing. So then, um, you know, so then I, you know, started playing around with the different uh, ways that you can run water. So like, say you don't use a kitchen sink, let's say you have one of those um, little like tabletop fountains, or something like that. Okay, Um, you could use one of those as long as it doesn't have one of those really loud. um, Those like buzzing, like, oh, the motors. Yeah, the motors. I couldn't think of the word motor for some reason. That's okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, as long as it doesn't have, you know, that as a distraction. Um, then those seem to work really well. And, uh, the place I, I like to go, uh, there to local creeks and look for hagstones and I'd never noticed it before, <laughs> but now, you know, when I go, it is noisy. I mean, there are just voices like the entire time. Like if I don't tune it out, then I, you know, I'm not able to do what I came to do because I can't stop, you know, con- focusing on the voices and stuff. And then, wow. you know, 
And it depends so, on who I'm with, you know, I can't say, well, I'm hearing voices. We got to go, <laughs> you know? So, okay. On that subject, then I, I do have a weird question for you. Um, I saw once recently on TikTok. I'm a little bit of a fan of TikTok, um, <laughs> but I saw recently on there a medium who was talking about how water is alive basically it is its own it is its own spirit um and that it has the ability to call on other spirits that are maybe close um i don't i don't know how much i faith i actually put into that um, cause I've never experienced anything like what you've talked about or, or what it's, what this person on TikTok talked about, but, um, what is, what is your thought on that? Do you, that, uh, water in a sense is a, basically like a living spirit, a living, um, element pretty much I guess you know I mean there are people out there that believe that there are element spirits that um that are actually real things like water sprites like fairy <laughs> like fairies that are like water-based and you know like where their main habitat is water um, I mean, I'm kind of, I guess I would kind of be on the fence about that because I can see, you know, like plants have, plants are alive. Sure. Um, you know, like water, I mean, you know, nature's alive. The universe seems is like a, this giant, you know, living, you know, breathing, um, thing. I mean, I guess I can see where she's going with it. Um, okay. but I don't, I can't say that I've maybe, well, I just haven't experienced it in the same way, I guess. Okay. Like water has well, been like a guide, like an aid, you know, it's, it's, you know, a conductor of energy. I've never really thought of it as actually its own living, um, entity before. So that's definitely an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. I guess I would be curious to know or to theory out as far as um maybe conducting another uh water spirit what, what do they call this by the way is there a name for this what they call it i mean i guess it's a form of like water scrying okay, okay i mean so, there's so so you know it would be interesting to try some water scrying then and Instead of reaching out and trying to talk to uh, human spirits, maybe attempt to try to talk to the actual water itself um, and see what answers you come up with. Um, I, I also kind of can't help but wonder, you know, we, we as investigators that have dealt with um, batteries going dead or other electrical equipment not working properly when there are spirits around. 
due to the fact that those spirits or ghosts we claim come in and take the energy from those devices um, to to be utilized in other ways. I I can't help but also wonder if ghosts or spirits, however you would like to put it, um, can manipulate water easier because there is no electrical current, but because another living thing like them. Does that make sense? <laughs> right. Because if you also think about it, when you think of all the places that water has been, you know, like why does it have so much electricity, so much energy too, when you think of like how old, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then the, the places that water has been and like the things that it's touched and the, the places, the events, the everything that it's soaked up, you know, as energy on its way to wherever it's going. Yeah. And maybe that's why it's considered alive because of everything that it has touched in this world over just centuries. <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, one little uh, side note a little factual thing that I found out not terribly long ago uh, that the NASA program here in the U.S. was actually made to explore the oceans here on Earth and not for space originally. They went so far and said, okay, now we're going into space. So... (laughs) I can't help but kind of wonder what did they learn about the water? What did they learn about what's in? Well, then I'm going to introduce you to my friend Lee because that is his <laughs> focus. He is the underwater explorer. Oh, awesome. As it pertains to like shipwrecks and paranormal and stuff like that. So he will take equipment down, you know, underwater and investigate like we do topside. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. That would be amazing. Yes, yes. In fact, he was the one that introduced me to the whole, you know, water-based EVP. So I I would love, I would love for him to be a guest. That would be very cool. Oh my God, that would be so awesome. Where I lived at the time, I didn't appreciate it so much. Um, until I got into the paranormal and got into the history of the place, which, um, you know, it's a river. So it's right on the river. You know, we used to flood a lot, mm-hmm. um, but we also were surrounded by limestone bluffs. Yes. And one thing I don't, I mean, I don't know how much you know about crystals and rocks and whatnot, but one thing I will never forget. Someone told me that limestone is basically like a giant recorder and it soaks up everything. And I believe that. <laughs> so I, I am a huge believer in things with limestone or rose quartz or anything that is, you know, closely related to waterways. Right. Yeah. Like I said, that the place, it was easier to find a place that, was active than it was to find a place that wasn't in that town um everybody had a story 
And I mean, I didn't realize it so much when I was growing up. But like I said, after I got into it, and like some of the filters, you know, kind of opened up. <laughs> um, and then I was like, man, you know, where have I been? You know, yeah. and it's just like an, an endless source of discovery. <laughs> I mean, it's just there's really no other way to put it. I mean, um, the land is so old, you know, anyway, but it's got a lot of history. Um, there was a lot of, I mean, there there were a lot of mounds out there. People were finding, you know, um, arrowheads and, and artifacts. And well, there's like a, an active dig site just across the river. And we have an archaeology museum there. And um, like my school was on top of a dig site. I mean, they had to stop, you know, building from one building to the next building because they were digging up human remains and stuff. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, I mean, it's all documented too. Like you can, you know, find, you know, articles and, and stuff that the archaeology museum is great. Um, it's got so much information and it just, you know, takes you back, you know, way back in time um, to let you know, you know, what was there before. And so, you know, there's not only, you know, that kind of energy there, but then, you know, like I said, it's right on the river and then there's the limestone and it's just... Yeah, just an endless source of, you know. Yeah, it sounds like you have a lot of stories, and I definitely <laughs> want to talk more. Um, the paranormal team that you are you're a part of, do they have a website? Do they have um, anything that you want to throw out there? Um. So I've been kind of independent, really, but I have joined forces with the Illinois Paranormalists tip. I really don't travel very much. I don't get to get out that much. So, um, but whenever they come to this area, um, that's when we usually uh, meet up. Um, They're a great group of people, um, very respectful, which I greatly appreciate and they're just all just super nice genuinely nice people in it for the right reasons you know what I mean mm-hmm. so and I I love that and those are the kind of people that I like to explore with because if I'm not on the same page I can't I can't do it <laughs> um no, so yeah I the Illinois that. yeah the Illinois paranormalists and um they're on Facebook of course and they're, I think um, they've had a, a couple of shows now starting up a, a podcast. So I think there's going to be some more information on that soon, whenever that really, you know, gets rolling. Because um, they've really, they've been to a lot of really cool places. And, um, you know, they, they like to experiment and, you know, different methods, different devices, different, you know, there it's a mix of old school and then some more, you know, the modern devices also. And nice. yeah. So, you know, it's not a you know, just to it's not about just getting, you know, evidence just to say you have it, but it's more about um like developing, you know, a relationship so you can, you know, get to know you know, spirits as people, you know, I feel like if you get to know somebody, they talk to you more. So it's just like interaction with regular people, which they still are. They're just not in the same form that we are. So Yes. No, I, I agree with you. 
there are actually some spirits that I would completely go back and talk with again. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much, Shauna, for joining me tonight. I hope you have a good one and I can't wait to hear more of your stories and, and any other wisdom and whatnot that you have. I've, I've, I've got a lot of stories. (laughs) I've got a lot of them now. So yeah, I will definitely, I will definitely come back. I would love to do that. Well, you have a lovely evening and I will be talking with you relatively soon again. All righty. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this bonus episode. If you listened to this bonus episode and hadn't checked out the last episode, Unseen Evil, go ahead and check it out. It's about the story that Shauna and I talked about in this episode. There's a lot more to it. And in the meantime, go ahead and get onto Facebook and check out Not Quite Cold's page. Or you can email me at notquitecoldpodcast at gmail.com. That's notquitecoldpodcast at gmail.com. And maybe keep a light on next time and don't listen after dark. <laughs>